0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: People doing amazing things across Africa and they're being awarded and rewarded for it. Five finalists had been shortlisted for the ANIT prize, which awarded up to $80,000 in support of African ventures that deliver or have the potential to deliver positive social impact for some of Africa's most marginalized people. The finalists were running projects in areas ranging from early childhood development to medical technology and renewable energy. And the finalists were coming from Kenya, Lesotho, South Africa, and Zimbabwe. And uh, with the awards taking place this past weekend, we've got four winners in total, two of them, right here with us on breakfast on this Tuesday morning. Uh, a warm welcome to uh, Dr. Jessica Ronason and to Koile uh, Manoheng. Good morning to you guys and congratulations.
2: Good morning, thank
1: you, and good morning to your listeners. So great having- Good morning, you. Hey, good morning, Koile. I'm going to start, let the ladies go first. Is that fine with you, Koile? Perfect. <laughs> Super. <laughs> uh, Jessica, do tell us uh, about the national program uh, at the Do More Foundation that you're leading that national program. Give us a bit of info quickly about the Do More Foundation, then we want to talk about what you've been up to to uh, receive this prestigious award.
2: Lovely, thank you. Yeah, so the Dumour Foundation is a non-profit in South Africa that is working towards better tomorrows for young children. We do this through a range of national programs, which includes nutrition support, early learning resources, as well as our parent support program, which is what we applied for with the Amit Prize. Very exciting to be working across the country in various provinces. Impacting communities through early childhood development centres. So those are are the preschools, the north to six-year-old age group that we target, mm-hmm. and these the programs are designed to link public health um, services and the services that these children have rights to, but also empower parents to know the rights that they have to access these services and and what quality could look like. So really exciting opportunity for us to be um, sharing the work that we do as the Dimmel Foundation um, at this level.
1: Yeah, and to be able to get recognition for it, which is really a hard thing. You're coming out here and saying yeah. there's a need, we want to fill the need, and I guess it's just a bonus to be recognized, right?
2: Absolutely, it really is. We um, were founded by RCLC five years ago, so it's not an old organization by any stretch, I and mean, in five years we've just seen exponential growth, and wow. the- Size is just such testimony and accolade to um, that really deep, meaningful work. Our Everyone Gets to Play model is an invitation for partnership and collaboration.
1: So you've the a problem there a little bit with uh, Jessica's line. Let's see if we can get yes. her back. Uh, Jessica, thanks. Your line just went a bit bad there, but we got absolutely the gist of what you were saying. Uh, I'm going to quickly move over to Koele uh, all the way. Are you in Lesotho at the moment? Good morning.
0: Good morning, Brad. Good morning to your listeners. I'm actually in South Africa at the moment, Victoria, to be exact.
1: Okay, so you're the director of uh, an energy organization. Tell us the name and uh, what you do in Lesotho.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, so we are called Hunter Energy, which actually means to light up in Lesotho.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And we're basically a um, solar energy company that operates in the rural highland communities of Lesotho. And our primary goal is to deliver renewable energy and provide basic services to people who are most marginalized in the high-end communities. And also, if you take in the the, the context of renewable energy, it's actually quite an amazing initiative to be given, you know, um, if you see the rolling blackout that we've seen here in South Africa when it comes to loads we're actually living the everyday reality of those communities. It's actually quite interesting where the same description that's used to describe how electricity access is, is impacting us on the modern side, where you see the pausing of industry, where you see the slow growth of development, this is the normal life of those communities in the highlands. So it's actually quite interesting that we're basically all affected by electricity and energy access. So. The opportunity to you know to bring out that story in this, or to something that we're really grateful for, and you know using that platform to bring on partnerships that are aligned with what we do, and you know it's quite interesting when you mean for you. okay um, and,
1: yeah. Okay, well, while I've got you on the line, this feels like a conversation with both of you, you and Jessica, that we really need to have at another time because what you're doing is so essential. Can you share with us a a quick testimony of a a success story coming out of the work that you're doing in Lesotho? Because I've been in Lesotho a few times back in the day when I used to live in the Free State. And uh, man, mountainous and difficult to get to and remote in so many areas. The challenges are very real to try and get electricity there in general to the people of Lesotho. So, the work that you guys are doing is imperative. 100%,
0: and I agree with that, you know, with the beauty of the mountains also comes the the tremendous difficulty of getting basic services to those communities. So we're saying that, um, you know, grid electrification is not something that's going to be possible in the near term, and, you know, it's virtually impossible to get um, those grid electrification up there. So we're saying that renewable energy, you know, moving from energy access to energy ownership through solar power is the way to go because there's been studies done just on, you know, the potential for renewable energy. And, you know, the already has, you know, that fertile ground when it comes to hydropower. So this is just another way to, you know, to capitalize on that and say that, you know, we want to stop importing fossil fuel electricity from, you know, from South Africa and Mozambique and, you know, be on our own and be self-sufficient. It's also the image of the future, right? It's also where the world is going. So we really need to think about climate change. We need to think about development. We need to think about different pathways Towards you know prosperity for our own people in Africa and also you know South Africa as well you know so this is something that's really important to be operating on the front line of energy, climate and development so yeah it's actually quite quite amazing to be part of this yeah
1: very very exciting I'm going to go back to Dr Jessica Ernest and Jessica I hope you're still there with us yeah uh, what what is this what does this win mean to you I mean it's a substantial amount of money it's recognition it's backing it's Marketing, It's PR. I mean, you couldn't ask for more for what you're doing. So, what what do you see the way forward for you and uh, for what you're doing at the Do More Foundation?
2: Absolutely. I mean, we are just so thrilled with this award. And to be competing at this level with other leaders in Africa is just quite phenomenal. So, it really is um, recognition of the quality of work that we're doing in South Africa and and the impact of early childhood development that was noticed by the judges, that we were able to share this cause um, on this platform, just has exponential growth and opportunity for us moving forward. Of course, the the prize money, which um, was shared between the four winners, is going to be so incredibly um, grateful, like, gratefully received in the communities that we work. As we start to roll out our parent support program further, and yeah, looking forward, this for us is an opportunity to scale. It's an opportunity for us to talk to other partners about this award and just what it means, even from an academic perspective and from a business perspective to see that other development organizations are investing in our um, potential. And I think that's really a, our success story to start to tell.
1: Jessica, just in closing, I mean, people want to. There are many people listening. I know that are saying, "Wow, this is something so close to my heart." I'd love to see how you do more at the Do More Foundation. How can they keep an eye on? How can they keep an eye on what you're up to?
2: Yes, we are on. We are on social media. We're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. You can just search the Do More Foundation. We're on LinkedIn and we have a really active community mm. um, that engage with us that support us in different ways. Um, right from buying t-shirts to donations to volunteering for various opportunities that we have throughout the year. So we believe that everyone should get to play and that society gets to be included. So that's you, all all your listeners.
1: Oh, That's fantastic. And uh, Koile, while I've got you on the line still as we wrap this up, uh, what exactly does this uh, win mean to you and and what's the way forward for you just quickly in, in a minute and a half?
0: Um, I think for us, it's really you know writing and writing a different narrative about Lesotho and writing a different narrative about the importance of you know renewable energy transition, but also being able to draw out the importance of indigenous knowledge mm-hmm. because that's one of our key ways in which we're able to co-create solutions and inclusive interventions in our communities. So this is something really incredible to be able to take traditional and cultural um, norms and also impact them with you know technology and you know forward looking um, solutions to our energy crisis on the continent so yeah we're also looking to scale up we're also looking to you know this is something that's already operating in, in a lot of places in mm-hmm. Africa but it course also be you know telling us lots of lessons about the future of our world and you know how do we you know, develop within the confines of climate
1: change and for those listening uh, Kwele that's saying uh, how can I find out more about Kansai uh, Energy how can they track you guys
0: um, you can check us out on our website hansa dot com. You can email us at team at hansa dot org. We're also available on Instagram and and LinkedIn. So yeah, we again we have a really supportive um, network of people that have been sharing our work and across Facebook and we have a really amazing you know amazing group of partners where you'll just see Hansa popping up in different ways. So we're really keen to you know to to get more connections, but more so. Um, to get partnerships that are really aligned with what we're doing and our values as well. So this is something that we're looking forward to. And thank you so much for having
1: us. You're so welcome. That's the voice of Koele Manaheng. He's a director at Hansa Energy and Dr. Jessica Ronason. She's a national program lead at the Do More Foundation. To both of you, wish we could have had all four winners on, but just giving us so much hope into the future for this country to see you know you're only in your early 30s and late 20s and uh, so much passion, so much ability and moving this nation forward in your areas of influence. It's incredibly encouraging. So congratulations to the two of you and the other two we couldn't have on the line this morning. Uh, Here's to the success, greatest success in uh, what it is that you do and thanks so much for giving up of your time this morning.
2: Absolutely.
1: Thank, you so Thank you for showcasing you. leadership in Africa. You're so welcome, both of you. Have a super day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM. Please visit Kpulpit.co.za.